This episode of the TDLA podcast is brought to you by the same people who brought you Rent-A-Bride from episode 1. The company has expanded, and we're pleased to announce their new service just in time for St. Patrick's Day, Rent-A-Leprechaun. Rent-A-Leprechaun is a safe and reliable service that provides professional performers that know how to make your St. Patty's Day one to remember, or forget, if you know what we mean. Have a leprechaun mud wrestling in your backyard, or a leprechaun throwing competition at your work party. Getting married? Have a leprechaun dance for you at your bachelorette party. The possibilities are endless. All our leprechauns are verified by a thorough background check and come with in-depth profiles so you can find the right leprechaun for your needs. And if you use promo code GOLD, G-O-L-D, you'll get 10% off your first purchase. Rent a leprechaun. If you don't do it, you're probably lame. And welcome to this exciting St. Patty's Day rendition of the Two Dudes in LA podcast with special guest Kyle Davis. You'll be captivated as they discuss It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, working with Spielberg on Catch Me If You Can, and of course, Kyle's podcast, Brick and Duddies. And of course, Kyle shares helpful tips for actors and stories of how he got into the business. Then, don't you dare laugh. Listener emails and stories about St. Patty's Day and strip clubs. Finally, the dudes close with another excerpt from the classic gangster novel, Teflon. All this and who knows what else today on this epic installment of the TDLA podcast. Dude, it's time. (laughs) (laughs) It's that time. It's that time. Let's take a moment to thank our audience. Yes, our live studio audience. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Oh, man. What a great show we have lined up. I'm so pumped. I'm so excited. Uh, Do we go through the pleasantest of trees, or should we just go in? Well, I just want to know real quick, how was your week, Watson? Oh, Sean, you're so sweet. Okay. My week was pretty great. Uh, Work was really steady, and editing was really fun. And uh, yesterday we had an awesome St. Patrick's Day. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Sean's birthday yesterday. Let's get it for Sean. Yeah. Thanks, audience. Happy birthday, Sean. Yes. Happy birthday. I'm closer yeah. to 30 than I'd like to admit. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's when the party really begins. Um, yeah, so, I mean, nothing, like, huge happened. I mean, I, oh, I got to try the Void VR, which is so cool. Oh, check yes. That out. What is that a little bit for? It's like It's like VR, but, like... Instead of like just being in one room, if you go to another room, you're actually going into another room in VR, if that makes sense. Or if you touch a wall in VR, you're actually touching a wall. That's crazy. It's crazy. And if and I don't want to spoil it too much because I want Sean to go and do it. What was so the, what was the theme? Star Wars. Yeah. So you're you're undercover as stormtroopers. I can't say anymore because I want it. I want Sean to try it so bad. So I don't want to like spoil it. Do but, it, but that sounds fun. Yeah. How was your week, birthday boy? I was. It was good, man. Uh, you know, same old, working a lot and yeah. applying for jobs, hitting up my connections. Um, might yeah. might be seeing something coming around, maybe this summer or something. There but. we go. Nice. But, uh, yeah, I look forward to these days. Yeah, you've applied to some cool places, so send some good vibes Sean's way. Cause he's, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's got some real cool stuff going on, so. Yeah. Yeah, man. But it's Sunday, one of my favorite days of the week. Yeah. Podcasting today, and uh, we have another amazing guest, dude. And this one's just 
I can't even believe who's sitting next to me right now. This is so fun. Uh, let's get audience. Let's give a applause to Kyle Davis, everybody. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> so, yeah. Welcome. Welcome. Oh, thank to, you so yeah. much. Yeah, the it's audience to seems to love you so much. Oh, they're so. fantastic. <laughs> that one looks like a cat over there. Whoa, what's that? <laughs> I'll get that people one. always wonder how we fit so many people in this room. <laughs> we don't even know. It's fucking huge. <laughs> It's a great because apartment. Before we jump into that, I want yeah. to tell you, I actually know a lot about The Void because oh, yeah. my friend is the founder of it. No way. <laughs> yeah, my friend Ken, oh, he founded that. The Void. That's awesome. And my, oh, my, and my other best friend, Devin, they're all part of it. But, uh, so Are they from Utah? I, yeah, he lives in Utah. That's right, because see, we're from Utah. Yeah, <laughs> so that's and cool. he lives in, uh, where the fuck did he live at? <laughs> I never knew name, know the name of those places. It's, yeah, they got weird names. Provo, Provo, or Salt Lake, or, or BYU BI. is. It's like a, it's just like some small place. Anyway, okay, cool. But uh, yeah, he does that, and uh, he's opened up a theme park called Evermore Theme Park oh, in, yeah. in Utah. It's oh, yeah. being under construction right now. Wow. But I heard the void is pretty cool. It's so cool. They just opened one in Anaheim, but also in Glendale, right over here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I ha- I had highly recommend no, it. my buddy Devin went to the one in uh, the opening at Disneyland and said it was pretty awesome yeah, but so he cool. was the one who went through from the very beginning through, through all the steps to like help it oh, do no, that cool. stuff so he was telling me about it and uh pretty cool that's awesome one of these days i'll get into it yeah anyways just thought i should throw that out there nice man so let's kind of just get the the standard questions that that are you know kind of tossed like where are you originally from uh originally from uh downey california which is uh probably about 35 minutes down the road on the five freeway okay and uh grew up there for until i was 10 and then uh moved to Godforsaken Apple Valley, like on your way to uh, Vegas on the yeah, okay. <laughs> it's like all fucking high deserts, like meth capital USA. Oh wow, yeah, it's fabulous. Is that where they have that exit for like Zizix Road? You know that <laughs> it's, road? Yeah, it's, it's a little bit. It's before that. It's like uh, just by Victorville and like Barstow and all right. Bear Valley Drive is like the main exit. Everybody takes gotcha. just like all these food places. Lived there, and then I moved to Arizona, Sedona, the land of the Red Rocks. Nice. Went to high school there, and uh, it's actually very. Did <laughs> you know, back then I didn't. I, I had a shaved head, and I was a skater kid, and there we uh, go. wearing those fucking. Well, you guys don't remember because I'm like 40 years old, so I'm a lot older <laughs> than you guys. We wore like huge jeans, so okay. I was probably like a 30 waist, and I was weighing size 50 dickies. Nice, <laughs> like those fucking baggy ass jeans. Dude, awesome. And did uh, you have that, a wallet chain? Oh, uh, I did it one time. Nice. Not even that. I I took my old dog chain that was super long and fucking had it hanging like all the way down. It's so stupid. Awesome. Classic. No, that's great. And, and then I moved back to LA in 1998 when I was uh, 19. Wow. And, and then is that, would you, did you move to LA to like pursue uh, the career or like? <laughs> well, it's a, it's a, it's a crazy story. When I was living in Arizona with my cousin and my, uh, my roommate at the time, his name was Jason. And, uh, we had it all in mind, me and him. He'd lived in uh, Key West, Florida. And he nice. was a jet ski instructor for a little bit, like every other summer. He's like, dude, let's fucking go down there. We'll be jet ski instructors. We'll buy a, a like a shitty like rape van. We'll live <laughs> in that thing. We'll cruise on down yeah, there yeah. and we'll live in that. And uh, so I was like, yeah, man, I'm game. Let's do that shit. Yeah. And then we got in like some kind of argument and that, that wouldn't pan it out. And my cousin was like, hey, I'm moving to L.A. You should come down there and like just hang out with me. 
Oh, I was like, wow. okay, yeah, man. I think there's probably some skateboard sponsors down there. Oh yeah, yeah, you know. So then so I you want to be a skater. Yeah, I was a skater my whole life, pretty oh, much. Oh, no. okay. And uh, the very first month I moved down, I tore my ACL in half, and uh, I was like, God damn, what am I gonna do now? And my yeah. friend was like, You should try acting out. And uh, so I was like, oh, I don't even acting's for like nerds, I don't know. <laughs> and so I like got some headshots done, and I remember the photographer, because. Uh, Somebody said, oh, you should try modeling out. And I was like, oh, I'm fucking hideous. But okay. <laughs> So I went and I got this like modeling photographer and okay. took all these pictures. And when they came back, this is before digital, it's all film. Uh-huh. And uh, he showed me him. He's like, hey, man. He's like, I'm not trying to be a dick. But uh, he's like, if you were a model, probably like 70 or 80% of these shots, they would look really good. There's like three good shots in there. Oh, he's like, wow. you should probably try acting out or something. And I was like, thanks, bro. Oh, okay. Well, hey, I wow. appreciate that. Harsh. All yeah, right. so I, I went and got those headshots printed up. I sent out to like 300 agencies and only one person called me back. Wow. And it was like a Gen X agency and I lied on the thing and said I could still skateboard because that's what they wanted. Oh. So I signed up with them and then like three months went by, I didn't get any auditions. And I was like, dude, so I called him up. I was like, hey man, why am I not getting any auditions? I don't know how this thing works. Yeah. So he's like, you should come in and uh, just see the whole behind the scenes thing. So I ended up doing that and uh, became a junior agent, like met every casting director. I oh. interned for casting directors, did all this stuff. If I wouldn't have done that, I would have never been an actor because oh, I had no idea what I was doing. Yeah, so you that's learned the process. And- yeah, so I, and back in the day, I keep saying that, but like now everything's digital submissions. Back then, it was all hard copy headshots and you would put yeah. in, and there wasn't as many actors out here and you put them in envelopes and then a courier would come over, drive it over to the casting office and then they'd call you for the audition. Wow. And, uh, yeah, and then eventually I started booking commercials like crazy. And then uh, that's, that's the only job I've had for the past 19 years is acting. So I've been nice. lucky. That's awesome. Nice. So since you're a skater, i got to ask. Like, yeah. Who's your... Yeah, oh, yes. Let's like, give it for Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for that long drawn out <laughs> Who's your Who's your favorite skater or was your favorite skater? Ah, <laughs> oh, man, there's so many of them. Yeah. Um, back then there was this guy named uh, Daywon Song who was fucking fan he still is an amazing skater awesome he's just king of the flip tricks and i also love uh uh rodney rodney and mullen. Rodney oh, mullen. i love rodney mullen um but i i also still love watching skateboarding now so i love niger houston Chaz ortiz there's nice. all kinds of like r- these guys nowadays are in i mean they're insane yeah oh sure by the time they're nine years old they're doing way more tricks than pros were back in the day like hands down because they have no exponential they have no fear and also they can watch tricks on like youtube or wherever you want back then we'd have to go rent a video (laughs) go check that out and then you just watch that same video over and over and over and over so you don't learn any new tricks but the ones that are on there now you just type it in you can learn a thousand tricks yeah youtube man just find it all king of the thing but uh yeah yeah, I dig skateboarding. I miss it. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to say I was into skateboarding, but really it was only because of Tony Hawk. I was huge oh, into, right. like, you know, under, you know, all the video games. And then after that, like, anytime, like, little competitions would come through Salt Lake, like, I was there. Like, I got to oh, see nice. Rodney Mullen when he came through Utah once. Nice. I was like, oh, because he was my favorite because, like, he'd do all the manual, yeah, like, yeah, crazy yeah. manual stuff. stuff. Yeah, he was dude, I'll have to show you stuff. Yeah, that's cool. So what was, like... So you're out here, you're 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 doing your thing. You said you booked a lot of commercials and stuff. What was like the one if you can, you know, what was the thing that kind of like got you to the next point? Yeah, I don't your know. break, I guess. Yeah, right. I guess what a well, break. Well, I was. still haven't caught my break, but uh <laughs> Well, you've done a lot more stuff well, than a lot you're of being humble. Yeah, no, but <laughs> <laughs> that's what everybody thinks, but I'll get into that later. Okay. So, you know, 
I'm not really sure how the whole thing happened. I, I, I never took acting classes. I just kind of did my own thing. How I learned my acting classes uh, or myself was uh, I had an answering machine, a real answer machine. Uh-huh. Whenever I'd like look over lines, I would just press hit record and I would say my lines. I'd listen to it and I'd be like, oh, I don't like that. Let me try a new way. And I would do that oh. like 15 times and I was like, oh, I like that way. And then that's how I do in the audition. Okay. So I, always, I just kind of taught myself doing that stuff because I, I, I don't really like when people tell me what to do. Never have. <laughs> okay. Ever. That's why I, I got expelled from high school and never graduated. <laughs> yeah. I don't have any degrees, so I have nothing to fall back on, so I'm fucked. Um, <laughs> you found your own path. Though. Yeah. yeah man. <laughs> but uh, so I guess like and the first like, hundred and some auditions I didn't even get a call back nothing no booking and that's when I really thought about becoming a full-time agent because I was like man this isn't working out for me okay and then all of a sudden something I went there and something hit and clicked and it just happened to be the right time I used to have like spiked up bleach blonde hair uh-huh. and uh it was that time where it was like in the two early 2000s where all the skaters and like crazy things like that were yeah. going on and I just started booking like crazy randomly just all of a sudden, they're like, oh, we want that kid with the spiked up bleach blonde hair. And oh, yeah, nice. I, I filled their niche. And then eventually, how I got into the whole film and TV side was uh, I paid for these things to like, meet a casting director back in the day. Okay. And I did that like 10 times. And the very first one I saw was uh, this casting director thing. Her name was Amy Britt. And she cast that show called Angel back yeah. in the day, which oh, is yeah. a spinoff of Buffy. Absolutely. And uh, she was like, oh, I really like you. And they brought me in. And I booked the very first thing I, I wow. went out for. And then it started a little slow, and then I, I really don't even know how all of a sudden I started booking jobs. I, don't, I really don't remember. I just yeah. started going to auditions and finally got a good agent who was, like, submitting me on stuff. Yeah. And, it's kind of uh, snowballed. Yeah, it did. Yeah. 2011 was probably, like, the year I did the most stuff in one thing. I worked, like, probably did, like, 20 TV shows and, like, wow. a couple of movies and stuff like that. That one, and that's great because eleven eleven is my favorite year. So, oh, was, so and I, I actually got married that year as well. Wow, so that was year. a good year for you. <laughs> yeah, I wish I can go back and relive. <laughs> so, wow, yeah, dude, that's awesome. So, but I think it's like it sounded like you worked really hard to get to that point. Yeah. Like you oh. said, you were sending three hundred or so, and like. You were, yeah, meeting with all these casting agents and stuff. Well, yeah, so. back in the day when you first start out, you're very hungry, you're gun-ho, because you don't know anything else. You're just like, oh, I need to get this, I need to do yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. You've never had any any touch of, like, fame or success yet, so you're really gun-ho. Once you kind of get that, and then you you don't really want to go back and fucking start all over. Yeah. It's kind of like what's happening right now in oh, this business. Oh, gotcha. Because in, right now in this business, which I totally understand, it's, it's bound to happen, but... Uh, it's very, they're trying to diversify it with ethnicities and stuff like that. Yeah. But, uh, unfortunately for me now, a white 40 year old actor has no place in Hollywood right now. Uh. So it went from working all the time to the past couple of years, like managers dropped me, all this stuff. And I've had like, I mean, I have like a 20 year career and, uh, they're just like, yeah, man, maybe, uh, eventually it'll, uh, swing back in your way. But right now. You're fucked. Oh, no. <laughs> Good time. Uh, See, that's what I was saying. So you're like, you guys, yeah, you built up a long career. Yeah. Hollywood doesn't give a shit about that. It's what's hot right now. And that's how everybody is. That's why I find it so funny when people are like, celebrities are dicks to people because they're like, dude, you're just the thing of the, the month or the year right now. Yeah. Eventually that can all just stop like that. Yeah. And that's what happens. Yeah. So, and I was never 
I was never like starstruck from celebrities because I never wanted to be an actor. Yeah, okay. So whenever I'd meet somebody, I I just never gave a shit about. <laughs> I just never. I never was like, oh my yeah. god, you're so and so. Which I'm sure they appreciated that yeah, sometimes. They, yeah, and they were just like, oh yeah. So I'd get in like good conversations because I love sports and I always talk about that. I never even talked about acting with them one time because I was like, I don't really care, dude. Good. <laughs> good. I'm just here to make some money, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, I do. I'm a big uh, baseball fan, so I would get uh, starstruck meeting those guys because. Uh, Okay. Those guys actually have a real talent, man. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like you so have like to Dodgers be... or who's your team? Dodgers, everything. Yeah, because I mean I'm from here, so right. Yeah. You guys don't even have a baseball team in Utah. We don't. We minor have, like, league. Yeah, we have a minor league. That who's we the, who, who is the uh, the bees? The bees. Do you know who their affiliate is? Yeah. Uh, no. Crap. No, I knew. I thought I thought it was An- or Angels. Anaheim. Oh, is it? Okay. I think so. Oh, okay. God I'll look into that. I'm pretty sure because I remember. <laughs> I remember. I remember like people freaking out in Utah, being like, "Oh, he's gonna go play for the Angels." So oh, okay. I think that's who it is. I think you're probably right. Then. Yeah, we'll find out. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's cool. So, all right. So, I mean, but here, here's the thing: is like now that you were part of like Angel was such a huge show. You were in uh, American Horror Story, which is such a huge show, and of course, which I'm sure a lot of you have have known about, our personal favorite, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Right, right, right. So you've made a mark, and like. When I have told people about who you are, they, they, because like there's been some people who we've had talk about and we're like, and we kind of have to like, oh, we'll like show them a picture. Or we right, right. But as soon as I mention Lil Kev, <clears throat> they're just like, I know exactly who you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, no, I've been, <clears throat> excuse me. You're good. I've been, I've been lucky enough to do a lot of really great TV shows where I played some cool characters mm-hmm. where I get known because I've, I've done like all your run of the mill, like all the NCISs, all the CSIs. Yeah. But those are just a dime a dozen. They're the same episode every fucking time. You know what I mean? <laughs> really, like, yeah. even though I really play these characters, it's the same dialogue, uh-huh. and nobody cares about that. That's why I was so glad to be on like Always Sunny. Yeah, and I did it right at the very beginning too. It was only season three. Right. Yeah. And uh, right same thing with hot. same thing with American Horror Story. I did the second episode of the first season. Yeah. So that was really cool. And then Dexter, I did like close yeah. to the season finale thing of that. The one thing I really there was a show ER back in the day. Mm-hmm. I did the the season finale of that. That was pretty cool, but awesome. didn't really get noticed from that. The only thing out of like all the seventy something, eighty things I've done, always sunny in Philadelphia. That's the that is one. it. Yeah, every single time. And is that something that you're like <clears throat> cool with that you're recognized for, or is it kind of like oh okay, like I've done other things uh, for a while there? <laughs> I was getting a little like bold of it because I was like, dude, I've done so much right. shit. Man. Oh, like, yeah, absolutely. And a lot of people were like, are you really retarded? I'm like, oh, no. no. But, yeah, but now, <clears throat> I embrace it because I was like, well, you know what? If everybody knows you from that, I'm going to create a show about it. And that's what me and my best friend John nice. Reap did. Yeah. And it's called Lil Kevin Ramis. His character is famous from uh, Harold and Kumar Escape Guantanamo Bay. He's the redneck far- uh, weed farmer who has a <laughs> cyclops um, down in the basement. And, uh, <laughs> he's actually a really funny character. But uh, Awesome. So me and John were already like best friends from uh, doing that movie Into the Storm. Yeah. And we live like less than a mile from each other. So we just started hanging out and uh, we just like, dude, let's, uh, let's try to like do something with these characters. So <clears throat> we gotcha. thought of this thing. And uh, so now we, we have like 20 videos where we go on there. I don't know if you've ever seen any of them. Yeah, he has. He's telling <laughs> we yeah. go on there and you, people think they're like, oh, they're really going to try it. And right when we're about to try it, the video just cuts off and it's like, <laughs> come back next week and join us for this. <laughs> so we just fuck with all these people. So we have like 20 videos where it just cuts off every time. <laughs> and right now we're in the, we already wrote the rap and uh, we did it over some beats and now we're in the process of shooting the rap video. And it's going to oh. be called, uh, I liked it. 
So we basically <laughs> liked everything we tried. Nice. But uh, so it'll be cool. But we we started getting more of a following because we started going live all the time, which because nice. we were like slowly only like three or four likes every, and then we went live one night and we had like fifteen thousand people watching us. We're like, wow. oh, that's how you do it. People, yeah. people like when you interact with them, right? Yes. Because yeah. they feel like, oh my god, I can actually talk to these dudes right here. So we go live all the time now as much as we can. And we tried doing weird stuff like last last week we did a karaoke in a Korean uh, like a little karaoke room. <laughs> no, yeah. The week before that we did a live painting like a Bob Ross, and then we and then we uh, gave the paintings away to the people who got us the most likes to our thing. Oh, cool! And sold those and they Smart. take pictures. So we're just all about getting thing. And then a lot of people are like, dude, you guys should like sell T-shirts and stuff. We'd buy them. I was like. Sweet. So oh, we're, that's coming soon. We're making so some t shirts and we also Dope. have some other things in work where we're uh we've been talking to this one guy who's a fan and uh we're actually gonna go out to his place and shoot this like cool thing. I can't give anything away, but it's gonna be fun. Sweet. We're gonna do that in June. And uh, so yeah, so it's slowly starting to build up because we're not like paying for anything, we're doing it all organic. Yeah. Because when you pay to boost stuff, People know it's fake. Gotcha. You know what I mean when yeah. they see it on sponsor thing. Because when I see that, I don't ever click on any of that stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. Same with YouTube and all that stuff like that. But blah blah blah. <laughs> That's so, awesome. so yeah, you guys have that show, and then you and John also have a podcast. We do. It's a podcast. Well, John has done a lot of podcasts over his years. I mean, he's a very famous stand-up comedian. And all of us, pretty much everybody has a podcast now, which is... Yeah, you know, <laughs> here we are. <laughs> so I've done a couple of Johns before, and uh-huh. John also has another one that he does regularly called Fried with Sarah Tiana, who's a stand-up comic. <clears throat> and uh, we always hang out, and he's like, dude, why don't we do one together? And our buddy Jay Hollinsworth, who owns podholics.com, he was like, hey, man, I want you and John to like anchor like our thing or whatever. Wow. And uh, since people kind of know who both of us are... We're yeah. like, all right, fuck it. And then we were like, what do we like to do together? And we are like, we like to drink. <laughs> <clears throat> and uh, so I think Jay was like, yeah, drinking. Uh, it can be called like uh, drinking buddies. And then they change it to brinking duddies. Like they're already <laughs> fucked. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah. you want know brinking duddies? <laughs> <clears throat> and then we do like secret shots. Yes. All of like Pee Wee's uh, Playhouse. Like when they say a secret word and everybody's like, eh. Yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> so we do that all the time. And uh, yeah, it's pretty fun. We tried it. We, we've only had a few guests on. We're going to try getting more eventually. But uh, since we do, people probably don't know that, but we do so many in a row, mm-hmm. it's hard to get guests on because gotcha. that punk ass John is always gone to her. <laughs> but uh, it's good so I actually nice. wanted to ask you about one of the episodes. The secret <laughs> shot that John gave you was a weed edible drink. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you end up feeling that later? <clears throat> Because um, you were like, dude, I don't do weed. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. To you, I'm not gonna lie to the audience. I didn't do it oh. uh, because if I did do it, I would be so fucked up. Because oh, wow. I, I used to, I used to grow up when I was uh, in Arizona. All I did was uh, sell drugs and weeds and stuff like that. Back in the day, it was called Mexican dirt weed. You can get like a whole like quarter. You sit there and just smoke that and just get chill and happy and hungry. That's the type of high. Like now, you take one hit of the shit nowadays. And I'm like paranoid. <laughs> I need to call 911. I don't know what's going on here. I don't know. Oh, but uh, and I so a couple times my buddy gave me some of that weed lemonade, and he was like, Dude, he's like, I drink like half the bottle, but uh, he's like, maybe you just take like three or four gulps of it, and I was like, mm. I just took like a sip of it because I was like, that should be fine. Yeah. And then like an hour and a half later, I couldn't even move from my couch, and I was like. 
Oh my god. <laughs> this feeling again, and it lasts for so long. Because yeah. me and my wife once, we ate a, an edible lemon cake and went to a Beach Boys concert at Hollywood Bowl. Oh my god. And we ate it like while we were on the subway because we knew yes. it was kicking. Yeah. And we got there and we're like the only young people there. It was like a sea of skeletons or something. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, all of a sudden it kicked in and me and my wife looked at each other. And like normally at a concert, people were like having a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like deathly silence. <laughs> we were just looking around. All these people were just like miserable, like ready to die. And me and my wife were like, oh my God, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I can't believe I just spent $500 on these tickets and now we're going to leave. <laughs> so we stayed for like 30 minutes and then we left. Oh, oh man. Geez. Oh, Lord. Were but, the uh, Beach Boys good though? Uh, they were terrible. Oh no! <laughs> you know they're good. You can, they're so old now. Like right. the guy, like basically rolls out on like one of those rascal scooters, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. and then gets out and like his voice is so strained because he's yeah. like ninety years old. But uh, yeah, I don't recommend that. But my other band, Steve Miller Band and Journey were fucking Ooh, awesome. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I bet. That I love was that. Awesome. Anytime you get to see a concert at Hollywood Bowl is pretty fun though. Yeah, you, like we would go back in the day just to go there to like some like mariachi man we can understand anything we sit way in the back and just smoke weed and drink and have a blast and nice. spend like eight dollars for tickets nice. i really want to go to hollywood Bowl. i haven't Same. got to go yet you got to Dude, it's so close to. i know yeah. right i drive you can just take the, the subway there and get off right there and walk yeah, man see we have no excuse so we we'll have to find something good get on that shit boys totally so uh so I guess we were talking about music what are some of like your favorite music then? So you like to go to concerts too it sounds like. Well, you know, I've only actually been to a few concerts. Okay. Um I do like them, but mm-hmm. uh I've been so when I was growing up I love like I love 80s music mm. even though I technically was young in the 80s still but I love it even to this day. But I also love like the 90s gangster rap things like yeah. that. I grew up cuz I love I love rapping. That's like my favorite thing. Yeah. So I love Dr. Dre and Snoop and Too Short and Two Life Crew, all those nice. dudes. Those are the songs that I sing when I go to karaoke because I know them like hands down, word for yeah, word. Yeah. And, and then my all-time favorite, Beastie Boys. Yeah. Oh, no, that's you, his shit. Yeah, yeah that's Beastie Boys are like, those are like, that's like my passion. I love those dudes. <laughs> and uh, so I've been to a Snoop Dogg concert, Beastie Boy concert. Sweet. Um, You've been to a Beastie Boy concert? Well, yeah, back in the day, yeah. <sighs> And Lucky. then I, well, I actually, it wasn't even back in the day. It was at, uh, what's that concert in the middle of uh, the desert out here? Coachella. Coachella. Yes. It was a while ago, and it was when they were, like, getting all political. Um, gotcha. Before What's-His-Face passed away, unfortunately. But, uh, yeah. So it was kind of a bummer, because they were playing music, and then he stopped, like, midway and started, like, talking about pol- politics, and people were like, boo! <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, dude, why are you talking about this shit? Just sing the songs. Yeah. yeah. It seems like when bands get older, that tends to be what happens. Well, yeah, and I don't blame them, but, yeah. uh, but when you're there and you paid a lot of money to see a concert... Just sing the music. Why well, yeah. you can say it after you're done. True. Sure. Fine. Yeah. Well, let's not cut it off in the middle. Yeah, right. <laughs> I just want to hear the music. Yeah, exactly. But uh, so yeah, that was fun. Coachella is fun, but it's very hot there. Yeah, I have not been to Coachella, and I, I don't know if I will just because. Honestly, it's, just... it's really not Oof. worth it. I would never even go again unless yeah. I had like a, a awesome motorhome that you can go and get some yeah, AC yeah. in. Yeah. And the other thing that sucks is you can't even walk around with alcohol there. You have oh, to, really? See, there's a beer tent where you have Designated. to go in because there's all young people there, too. All right. So there's a beer tent. You have to drink your beer there and then walk around. I'm like, well, this is that's so boring. Yeah. I don't want to slam my beer here and then walk around. But yeah. But uh, so funny story quickly about yes. that. So we yeah. went there the one year that we saw them. And my friend Dave at the time, he was uh, he's the Red Hot Chili Peppers manager 
cool. uh, book book manager or something like that. Uh-huh. So he would always get me into all these cool concerts and stuff like that. But he only had one ticket. But he didn't tell me that. He said he had two, I thought. So I brought my, my best friend at the time. And we got there. And he was like, dude, I only have one ticket. I was like, what the fuck, dude? Oh, no. We just drove all the way from L.A., man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we got in like this argument. And my friend was smart enough. As we're arguing, the people were like staring at us. My yeah. friend just walked right in. <laughs> oh, my God. And then I saw in the corner of my eye he was walking. So I started arguing with my friend even more. I was like, what's well, fucked up, man? What the fuck am I going to do now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. And uh, until it was deep. And then, he's, and then I was like. Oh, oh, we're all good then. Never mind. <laughs> dude, but, uh, dude, that's yeah, great. So that was crazy. <laughs> oh, Lord. Dude, so with your rapping, because I know, is that, I guess, let's just get into it. Yes. Like, Always Sunny. So mm-hmm. was that something that they, because obviously Lil Kev was a rapper. Was that something that you, like, auditioned with, or? No, that's, I, the, well, a couple of live things ago, mm-hmm. I started, like, bringing out, because I was digging through all my stuff. I, I'm one of those people who saves all my scripts, all my sides. Oh, wow. oh cool. Because I know eventually when I'm broke, I'm going to sign them and sell them Dude, online. Dude, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's probably happening soon. <laughs> <clears throat> um, so, no, I just I just actually read the scene I auditioned with on, on a live video the other day. Oh, and nice. it was a scene that's actually they cut out of the show. Oh. So they didn't, I know I had no idea that I, I was even rapping or anything. Oh, wow. I just, they said that his name was uh, Lil Kev and that he was uh, retarded. <laughs> it's not, I know it's not politically correct to say that word. Uh-huh. But, uh, that's the name of the episode. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's called Sweet D Day to Retard. Yeah. Right. But I try not to say it too much because there really is people that it offends and I am not, I don't want to offend anybody. Yeah, they even actually stopped airing it on some networks because of the name oh of the show. Oh, Because people get offended by everything. Right. 2018 is oh, yeah. weird. Like in, in the last episode, I said the word midget and then I had to think about it. I was like, wait, is that okay there, to say now? No. <laughs> little, little people do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. See? yeah. Little I always fuck with my wife because she's like five. She says she's five one. There's a, there's a show called Little People Big World. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. So I always call her Amy Roloff, the mom on there. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Amy, what are you doing today? <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so when I auditioned for that, it was uh, just like a page and a half. I didn't have to do any lines. And I'll tell you, Charlie and them told me how I got the part when I was on the show. Oh, cool. Because. Uh, they're like, dude, yeah, you were doing this one weird thing because I guess I was trying to high five the casting director, but the casting director was like ten feet away from me. Yeah. <clears throat> so I guess as I'm doing it, and let me tell you what I was wearing. I even wear the shirt on my live show. Okay. I was wearing this tie dyed uh, shirt of a cat in like a biker tuxedo outfit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> With like a hat turned sideways. And so every time I would read the thing, I would go to give a five, and I would like be like, "Oh no, what's that?" I have go. like a claw, like yeah, a claw yeah. hand. And they saw that in there, and they're like, "What the fuck is this guy doing?" <laughs> and they're like, "Dude, they're like, you're funny, but you got it because you were doing some weird claw thing." Wow. And nobody did that, and I was like, "Oh, I didn't even know I was doing that." <laughs> and then yeah. you do it. I've seen you do it in the show. So. Yeah, I do. It. So now I do it all the time because basically they added that in the character. So when they're like, "Does that have a guy have a small hand or a small foot or something like that?" Uh-huh. <laughs> so I always kind of like make my hand all crooked or whatever, <clears throat> because that's how it is on the bowl of popcorn that I eat. Yeah. That yeah, yeah. That meme is like one of the most popular memes around with me eating popcorn because I stare right into the lens and do that weird laugh or whatever. <laughs> so now I see that thing fucking like 300 times a day. People send it to me like I've never seen it before. <laughs> right. That was like, 10 years ago. Yeah, it's longer, yeah. Eight, 11 years ago. Wow. <clears throat> then they brought me back for 
another episode for uh, Sweet D. They're trying to find her baby. Who's baby the baby daddy? daddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those bastards should have brought me back for a lot of their episodes. Oh, they should. <laughs> I mean, there's still time. Well, they're only probably going to do one more one more season, hey, maybe two. bring back all the favorite characters. Just <laughs> yeah. saying. Yeah. So. Well, that time they did, it was crazy because there was like 13 of us who had all been on there before. Oh, right. And there was so much more to that episode, but... You know they're only they're short episodes. Yeah. And so they cut out a lot. And I found something the other day on YouTube where they were me and Cricket and uh, I think it's Bill Ponderosa. Ponderosa. Yeah. I felt see that's one other thing. People think that I watch the show all the time, uh -huh. so they they say all these comments to me, and I have no idea what they're talking about because yeah. I've probably seen like. 20 episodes total sure and they're saying all this stuff and i was like what what does that mean <laughs> and they keep saying it like they think i'm joking with them i was like i don't know what you're talking about yeah man. right 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 and uh they're talking about like some couch thing i'll sell you a couch oh yeah and finally i looked it up and i was like okay. yeah okay <laughs> gotcha okay yeah but uh yeah the baby daddy thing was funny so me and cricket and pondy we're all around this plate and we're doing a whole bunch of blow <laughs> and we're then the stuff they cut out we're like sitting around and we're and cricket's like dude he's like we should fucking go on like tour we can call it the cocaine brothers and we're doing all this shit and like doing so much blow and it's so oh funny God. dude i can't believe they cut that shit Damn. out man. but uh and it's weird when i do go live with this character it's hard to do that character's voice for two hours oh, straight. Yeah. So I two fall hours, I fall wow. in and out of it and like constantly do the smile. <laughs> so eventually I'm just like, oh, fuck it, dude. I can't do it. <laughs> go back to normal. Wow. And then I'm blind in my left eye for real, so people will always... They make fun of it, and I'm like a little self-conscious. Oh. And they're like, they're like, oh, they're like, dude, you look retarded because your eye. I was like, oh, oh thank you so much. I was like, that's a real thing, though. Jeez, <laughs> well, shut up. But oh, I, gosh. but then I tell them the story, and then they they feel semi bad, or they don't, because always Sunny fans are, they're either uh, they're actually cool, but they're like very, uh, very much dicks as well. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> so I, the reason we started building up more stuff too is because there's so many fan pages of Always Sunny. Yeah. And this one, uh, one of our fans is like, dude, how are you not like, uh, of, like a fan of any of these pages? I was like, I suck at social media. I have no idea what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I started liking all these pages, we went from like, like 300 like people liking on there to like thousands like instantaneously. Although right when I was on there, nobody believed that I was a real little Kev. Oh, no. <laughs> so I had to sit there and tell them, and I like was like, dude, here's my IMDb page. I, and I did like a little quick live video. I was like, it's really me, man. What else <laughs> yeah, do you need me to do? Proof, yeah. But then there's like moderators of the page and they're like, this is the real little Kev. Go friend him up. And but for a lot of those places, they don't let you, uh, they don't let their fans or whatever post like things to their sites. Mm. But they let me do it luckily because they're like, oh, well, we want you in our fan page. Yeah, right, right, right. So then I joined that and horror everything because I've been on Friday the 13th and Hitcher right. and all these horror movies. So I'm slowly figuring out social media and trying to get fans, but uh, yeah. cool, nice. Well, that's cool. I hope our, our, we can boost a little bit yeah. as well. So yeah, man, we got a lot of cool shizzle. people jumping on there. So shizzle. Uh, one thing I wanted to ask you. Uh, so I'm, I'm as everyone. I'm hopefully to be like a director writer someday. And I thought it was interesting how you don't like to be told what to do. Yeah. So like for you as an actor, what do you like in a director to like? I yeah, that, that, that you found that you work well with, if that makes sense. It totally makes sense. I know yeah. that's a very artsy question, but I just no, thought I, it was I, interesting. No, I, I'm an artsy guy. Nice. No, I, uh, there are certain directors that, uh, that are really cool to work with, and they're the ones who just say, do your own thing, man. Yeah. 
uh, or they or like they say hey man we need to do it this way really quick so let's just get that and then you can do one of your own things the way you oh, want yeah. it nice okay. i always respond well to that but when there's people who are like no 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 you have to do it this way then i'm like cool man i'm not going to do it that way That's, in my mind i'm saying <laughs> yeah. that right yeah, yeah, yeah i do it on purpose and they're like by the fifth take they're like no don't do it that way. I was like, I thought that's the way I was doing it. Like, I don't know. Because if they're going to not let me do my thing. And that's yeah. the thing. Like, all, on all those procedurals, like NCIS, CSI, those are the shows I like to fuck with the directors on. <laughs> First off, you don't even need a director for this thing. Anybody, a fucking, like, a little, like, grip guy can be yeah. like, just do this. And it's this. all it's same, same format. Yeah. So they wanted a certain way. And, like, when I did the show Bones, you couldn't say balls on there. You couldn't say what testicles. The? But yeah, an episode I saw in there, they blew somebody's head off with a gun. <laughs> but they can yeah. show that. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. in the fucking episode, I couldn't see a ball or textile, so they said plums. It's so dumb. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, yeah, man. Uh, I so I kicked him in his plums. And as I'm as I'm as I'm acting and saying these lines, I was like, I'm gonna fucking blow my brains out. Oh, my this is so cheese ball and so yeah. fake. And then af- afterwards, they come over like, great job, and I'm like. <laughs> cool, man. Punch out eating the plums. Thank you so much. But anyway, so back to the back to the director thing. Yeah, there uh, there is uh, some really great directors out there who. There's one of my favorite directors I worked with not that long ago. He's 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 only done a few things, but I liked it because he was like he's like when I call action, he's like take like three seconds, even after I call it, and just like get in your zone and take some yeah. deep breath, and then go so you don't feel rushed when right when I call action. And I like that because then nice. I was like, oh, yeah, man, that actually really fucking makes me calm down and I can get into it. And uh, so I really I really dug that. And also, I worked with Steven Spielberg on Catch Me If You Can. Wow. And that was really fun. That's what? cool. He was, such a, he, he was such a cool cat. And Tom Cruise, who we had the same birthday, so I remember I went up to him <laughs> to break the ice. And I was, like, yeah. I was like, hey, man, we have the same birthday. <laughs> and this is like the second thing I've ever done in my life when I worked Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was such a down-to-earth guy. He's like, oh, that's great. Oh, yeah. that's cool. So cool. And of course, Steve he was, had to look up at you, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is he, I'm trying to think. Is he short? I don't know. <laughs> That's just what I hear. But just super nice. Couldn't have been nicer. And same with Steven Spielberg. Just got on there. And the scene, to be thrown in, first off, the scene is like humongous. There's like, I think, 500 extras, like all like 13 principals, all these FBI agents running out because they think that I'm Leonardo DiCaprio's character. And uh, so right when they come in, and Steven Spielberg is like, "All right, buddy, you ready?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." I was so nervous. And Steven Spielberg is like wow. smoking a cigar, oh and he gosh. called right off the bat. He's like, "He's all, how you doing today, Carl?" And I was like, "I don't want to correct him." Yeah. I, was, I was like, "I, was I like, will be Carl." Yeah. yeah. No, I thought for a little bit, and I was like, "Actually, it's Kyle." He's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry, Kyle." Oh. Lord. And uh, I did that scene, and. Uh, I like stuttered on some of the lines because I was so nervous, but he's like, I really like that energy. He's like, just oh, try to get wow. that last line, but that'll be good. Damn. And we did it a bunch of times. And, uh, yeah, that was, what, uh, what was that part on Catch Um, <laughs> have you ever seen the movie? Yeah. It's awesome. So it's right when, um, they, it's like right after he got married to Amy Adams character and then yeah. he's leaving the wedding because, and she basically set him up oh, okay. <laughs> and I'm in the white car and they think that I'm Leonardo oh, right. and they come running down. He's like, get out of the car. And I'm like, I'm just a driver. Yep. Don't shoot me. Some yeah. guy paid me some money, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And then I hold that sign that says hand ready to like fuck with them. And then the thing goes, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was like 2002. That was so long ago. Damn, that's cool. But, uh, yeah. So I, like I said, I've been lucky enough to be a part of a lot of like really cool projects. That's why I get a little, 
like angry sometimes. People are like, hey, little Kev. I'm like, dude. But that's what I found when I found this horror, horror everything uh, website fan page that has like hundreds of thousands of people. And I, I got on there through urging through fans and I put up a couple of things like I th- you saw a link I put up yesterday. Mm-hmm. I put a uh, uh, TV's favorite couple, uh, Lil Kev and Sweet D. And then I did a split frame of a. Uh, Jason and then my character nice. in that in that in Friday Thirteenth, yeah. the one who, who uh, introduces the hockey mask to him. Oh. So it's it's like a cool part in there. So I did that and I got a bunch of likes and some more. Yeah, awesome. was that the the uh, the Jason played by Derek Mayers? Yeah, yeah, Derek's my buddy. We nice. we used to go see um, what's that improv show? That Reckoning. Oh yeah, no, he... uh, the Resistance. Sorry, the Resistance. Yes, <laughs> yeah, there's seen the. Have you seen that? His uh, improv- they do a, an improvised action movie. Oh, so, really? Yeah. It yeah. used to be at I.O., but I guess that just closed down. I know. So. It's a bummer. My old, I, I used to go to I.O. a lot. My old girlfriend, that's where I met her at. We, uh, oh, nice. we, our last guest was Paul Valancourt, who ran I.O. Oh, cool. Yeah. So we talked about that, and then he talked about his new theater revolution that's, that he's planning on yeah, opening. That's so. actually there. So they're going to perform. Did you see my post that I shared? No. So they're performing at the Raven Theater every Friday from oh, now nice. on. And Resistance is going to be there. Yeah, every Friday. Very so. cool. So wait, so that. Derek and like somebody's get together and just improv. Yeah, and, and they've doing, got yeah. like giant pads because they like throw each other and do like real yeah. stunts and shit. Dude, it's pretty, I never it's cool. never knew about that. You'll have man. to check it out. It's pretty fun. I and need... yeah, he gets a lot of fans for him being yeah Jason. So uh, yeah, it's, yeah. I so mean... getting you and him in there, people might freak out. But <laughs> <laughs> I know. I like I said, I, I was one of those people who wasn't big on social media until the past like four months. Hmm. So I know a lot of people because I used to post like one picture every six months on Instagram and then the past like week I posted like eight pictures. People like, what is going on? Nice. <laughs> what is happening? Yeah. But uh, that's the name of the game now it seems like. That's the only reason I'm doing it. Like yeah. my agent's manager, like, dude, why it's slow for you right now? You should just get they're like you have a lot of fans, go out and find them because yeah. if you do, you that's a good way to get a TV show started. Yeah, absolutely. Like yeah. And me and my friend, my other best buddy, Devin, we uh, we have a lot of uh we have like three scripts that we uh, wrote and have all the pitch synopsis ready. So we're Sweet. we're getting those ready so we can get some pitch meetings and go out and pitch those and uh, see what happens with that. But, Dude, awesome. We'll cross our fingers over here, that's for sure. And let us know. And we'll, like we said, for all those listening, we'll we'll put all your social media yeah, man. in there. Please follow him because it sounds like, and especially if you like Lil Kev, sounds like he does some <laughs> cool stuff with that. But remember, he doesn't do just Lil Kev. He's got awesome stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, but so right funny. now I'm doing Lil Kev on, <laughs> yeah, on the Lil Kevin Ramis Try Stuff page. So there come it on is. over. It's yeah. just fun. Nice. Listen, I like all the fans I have because if it wasn't for them, then I wouldn't be an actor. Yeah. I mean, because there wouldn't be any money in it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, it's awesome that you're appreciative because I know there's some people that are like, oh, but Well, and it actually, cool. since I started doing this and like talking to fans online, it made me more appreciative of the fans because nice. when you're doing it, you're so far removed from it. You don't ever see them unless you're at a festival or something. Yeah. So when I start talking to them and people are like, dude, you just made my day. I'm like, really? <laughs> oh, that's, that's so cool, man. Yeah, that's awesome. So I just always, my that's the one thing about me and John. We may like say some stupid shit on there, but we always say, "Listen, we're all about love and peace, dude, and we don't want to ever talk about politics because it's not our thing. Mm. And uh, whatever you guys want to do, just uh, always remember to love each other because nice. you know it's good times. Yeah, and oh, the yeah. world is already crazy enough, so let's it's just especially you know... now, man. Yeah, yeah especially now. Sure. So we just try to make fun of everything. There you go, dude. That's how it's it. So <laughs> that's awesome. Any other things, or we can jump to a segment. Um, let's see. 
Well, when you auditioned, were all three of those producers there in the room, or who was who was there for your audition? For uh, Always Sunny? Always yeah. Sunny. <laughs> um, no, it was just the casting director, who's actually my good friend now, Wendy O'Brien. It was her, and then... Uh, oh, and then they just watched the video. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, it's... it's uh, yeah, they're too busy. That, dude, when they first started, I don't know if you knew that, they had to, to get Danny DeVito on board, they said, after the first season, because Danny was on, there was just them, <laughs> basically to be picked up again, the studio was like, hey man, you need to get like a celebrity on there to get some more people mm. watching. So Rob was like, dude, I want Danny on there. So they went through this whole thing, he finally got a meeting with Danny, and Danny was like, yeah man, I'm on board, but you have to shoot me out in 10 days. Oh, All of his stuff for season two. Yes. Wow. So they had to write season two, the whole thing. All of season two. Oh and shoot out all of his stuff, which created a huge budget night fear for them because they had to shoot all of his stuff. So they would, all these people who were like small characters who had like three or four lines or like a couple scenes, they would have to put them on hold and they were paying them so much money. These little people that were stoked. Just yeah. Yeah. Because they were holding them for so long because they had to shoot all of Danny's stuff out. And then come back and reshoot all those things. So uh, eventually, after the, that season aired, and Danny was like, "Oh, it's going to be a hit," then they went back to regular routine yeah. or whatever. Wow. But, uh, yeah. So they just always watched video of it, and uh, I remember I was I was shooting this uh, this horror movie, and it was a night shoot, and uh, I got off at six a.m. and I had to be on the Always Sunny set at seven a.m. So I had no sleep. Jeez. And I was sick. I had a cold. So I drove straight from that set, straight to Always Sunny. I had like snot pouring down. Oh I didn't God. want to tell Dee in there because I had to like kiss her and stuff like that. So I, <laughs> I, took, some, I took some Dayquil and was like, all right, I'm going to try to make this work. The best <laughs> but uh, yeah, it worked out. So. Wow, that's dope. Cool. That's some cool little behind the scenes info. So yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> We'll have more questions for you because like I said, we have listeners. Yeah, cool. We'll do that a little bit later because okay. we'll cleanse the palate. And then, yeah, as yes. I say, um, audience, let's give Kyle another round of applause. Yeah. That was that was great. <laughs> Fun stuff. So, Sean, what do we got next? We're gonna go into my favorite segment. Yeah, here it comes. Oh, oh first, I gotta play the intro. <laughs> We're getting used to it. We'll get it. Take my breath away. Go ahead. Don't you dare laugh. <laughs> I mean it. All right. Dope. So, for our listeners and for our guest, uh, Watson and I are going to go back and forth, play a few funny YouTube videos, try and make the other person laugh. Yep. Kyle, feel free to laugh because, like, if I'm trying to get him to laugh and you're laughing, it's going to be hard for him not to. It'll be so. hard, man. Perfect. <laughs> so, all right. So we got it down. down so you you kinda, can see it. But it's really, we try and pick stuff with just funny audio because it is a podcast, so. Totally. Right. Who was first last time? I think it was you. All right. So, go ahead. So, this is... Uh, in the spirit of St. Paddy's Day. Yeah. This is an Irish man who hates St. Paddy's Day. Uh-oh. <laughs> you going into the parade tomorrow? I wouldn't be. I, you know what? I'll stay in the back garden with me dog. I think it's the greatest load of pumps and wumps. All the Americans are over here. Oh, my God. I love this. I love Ireland. They doing my... <laughs> Pathetic, pathetic. The sooner the government do away with this Paddy's Day mumbo jumbo, the better. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> well, uh. ladies and gentlemen, we actually have a first. Oh, what's that? We both have picked the same clip, my friend. 
<laughs> yeah, that's so crazy that we're both. Yeah, I think that well, was one. I thing. guess you have to play it again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll have to. That was gonna be my last video. Darn, that was my. That was gonna be my closer. <laughs> if Damn, I was I on suck. here, I'd be playing cat videos. No, <laughs> yeah, dude, those are good, man. Yeah. And especially now that I own a cat. Yeah. When you own a cat, it just makes cat videos like ten times. First funnier. off, the cat owns you. <laughs> yeah. Cats don't have owners, bro. Yeah. Right, right. They own you. They do whatever the fuck they. Oh, want. they do. Oh, it's so great. Well, all right. Well, this might be a shorter one then, but all right. So this first one, it's, uh, it's beautiful. It's a little political though, but not bad so we're just gonna hit it and just see so president trump i would just say president trump i want to thank you so much for giving me this opportunity Uh, mr president i've been with you for two years you probably heard this every single second every day i got a six foot cardboard box of president trump in my house every single day and i pray and tell oh my him, god i pray for your her face today. dude and i'm not lying i do that every single day to the president but it's cardboard <laughs> That is so clever, dude. The internet is a wonderful place. (laughs) It is, dude. Dude, It was so funny because, like, he literally almost like starts go like he's not like rhyming, but he almost has the rhythm of it. Yeah, perfectly. I was like, because I almost thought that was fake, but did he say he prays to the? He prays to the cardboard Trump. He, he salutes it every salutes morning. It. Oh, yes. oh my God! Was that Ten a real? Foot. Was that a real Trump supporter? It was. Yeah, I th- oh, I, I had to research it because I thought because I thought he was just so perfect on the beat. But yeah, and is this a sound clip you that made? hit it? I got a six foot cardboard box of President Trump in my house. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking yeah. I'm a big Eminem fan too, so having that oh, was yeah. like, Mwah. so. Wow. Yeah, that was a strong oh, one. Clever, you yeah. were hard. It was hard for you on that. Yeah. One. Okay, what do we got? As soon as the music came in. All right, so this is just a a divorce court clip. (laughs) Oh, these are good. So the guy's response is... "Mm." Okay. And he was on a video chat with a random woman, um, having very, very explicit conversations with her and touching himself. Oh. And his, his only thing that he could say to me when I confronted him about this was, oh... You know, I thought you were going to be sleeping longer. <laughs> Your Honor, when love life in the bedroom is like staring at a brick wall. <laughs> oh. Action from a wind-up toy like the monkey with the clapper. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't leave many other options. Oh, God. oh shit. Scratching that itch. Oh, <laughs> scratching that That was the best itch. video so far. Oh, my gosh, for real. <laughs> that is Dude. fucking that's amazing. Unfortunately, I think that's how a lot of, like, couples that are going downhill you know that's how it is for them it's like looking into board not getting action at home so yeah i know the feeling oh. <laughs> just kidding honey <laughs> she won't hear it <laughs> oh man well i mean what sucks is oh no it doesn't suck okay i have a, another one it is saint patrick's day themed it's not what you've seen though so a, a town has been convinced that they've seen a leprechaun and it's in the news hit it well just in time for saint patrick's day crowds are coming by the dozens to get an up-close view at what some say is a piece of irish folklore some people in the Crichton area of mobile say a leprechaun has taken up residence. Little setup. To me, it looked like a leprechaun to me. I gotta do look up in the tree. Who else in the leprechaun say yeah? yeah! 
This amateur scientist say the leprechaun looks like. Others find it hard to believe and have come up with their own theories and explanations for the image. Could be a crackhead. Into the wrong stuff. Bottom of this. still on there, guy. Don't be afraid. This guy helping to direct no traffic way. says he's prepared for his encounter with the leprechaun. <laughs> he's suited up from head to toe. This war is all spells right here. This is flute, which has been passed down no. years ago <laughs> from my great-great-grandfather who was uh. Irish. I just came to help out. Oh my. <laughs> That's awesome. Dude. Uh, There's no... That guy was really convinced that he was going to like have to fight a leprechaun. Dude, he was there and he was he's ready. I just came to help out. Yeah. You know, no big deal. Consider See, me a professional. Yeah. This war is all spells right here. <laughs> So At first I thought he said smells, but I was like, well, he's talking about magical creatures. So. Yeah. Oh, I thought he said smells, too. Nah, Words off spells. 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 <laughs> yeah. I guess leprechauns have spells. This vest is spell-proof? Yeah. Yeah. What's crazy, too, is like from a comedy standpoint, that video like is all in the same news story. Oh the amateur God. sketch, those people. like It's set up so perfectly. <laughs> That's Who wants you, to see a leprechaun you, yeah. say, yeah! yeah. <laughs> you get the best videos from those local news places. Yeah. There's yeah. always the good ones. There's a plethora of them. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we got a last Kay. one. So I don't have a last one. You like one. rap. You played a rapper. Yeah. yeah. I have a little rap video here. Ooh, it's the video, right. if anybody wants to find it, is called Rapping for Jesus. Oh, no. I think I may have seen this. But yeah. <laughs> Well, I wrote this song for the Christian uh, youth. I want to yeah. teach kids the Christian truth. If you want to reach those oh, no. kids on the street, Leave then it. you got to do a rap to a hip-hop beat. So I gave my sermon an urban oh, kick. No. My rhymes are fly, my beats, my beats are sick. sick. My crew is big, and it keeps getting bigger. That's because Jesus oh. Christ is my... What? Oh, yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was hoping that you Yeah, me too. I was because like, the real one doesn't yeah. bleep, no. bleep that out. No. And there's and, actually uh, a longer video where, oh, like, an older lady shows yeah. up and goes Oh, yeah, and goes off into the whole thing and starts saying, and you're like, is this really happening? <laughs> <laughs> and they're saying the N-word, like, it's... I have no, no idea if they're taking themselves seriously or if it's a prank video I or. I think they're taking themselves dead serious. <laughs> That's probably in like. They're uh, from a different time. Oh sure. It's probably. Still. I think they're also from Alabama. <laughs> um, and they're like, oh yeah, that's normal here. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, my last video was gonna same be thing. the same thing, but hey, might as well because it's a good clip. Okay. You going into the parade tomorrow? I wouldn't be. I, you know what? I stay in the back garden with me dog. I think it's the greatest load of pumps and wumps. All the, the Americans prayer. are over here. Oh my God! I love, <laughs> I love Ireland. <laughs> oh, oh man! I hate it. <laughs> we hate it. I wish I there was it. an unedited version of that. I video. know. I want to hear it. I know. Let's see. Do I have it? Where is it? Oh, I don't know if I if we put it up here. I don't think so. Dang it. It's okay. <laughs> That's always fun. I love Dude. that segment. <laughs> it's a good segment. It brings, you know, it just cleanses. It's just like, yeah, it makes this instantly funny if we're not. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's the real there you thing. Go. Um, dope. All right. So, I think we're going to get to um, another our other segment, which is uh, the second to last segment. Which is initializing listener email. Listener email initialized. 
Yeah. <clears throat> Sweet. So we got a, at least an email in. We got an email in. We got a lot from our comments from, from stuff. So you go oh, ahead. Okay. Oh, no. Because we put on our here. social media right, right. we're going to have you on. And... You can just make some up. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we tend to do as well. Okay. Well, we have one that uh, we kind of already um, answered, but... Maybe I can give a different answer to it. Okay. <laughs> it was... Um, how did you get cast in Always Sunny? Did you know someone on the set? Or, and then the other question is, what was it like working with the gang? So the first question, I did talk about that, but yeah. just for that that person, I'll just uh, make up a different story. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, just one day I went in, there was this casting people, and then Charlie saw me on the street and was like, that dude looks fucking retarded. I went, oh, oh. No. <laughs> So that's how it really went down. <laughs> Yo, what's um, wrong with your eye, bro? Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's perfect. He's got a fucking weird claw and a lazy <laughs> eye. That guy's fucking cast. Um, what was the other question? Um, and then how was it like working with the gang? Just awful. <laughs> Just awful. No, it was uh, it was good times. Although, like I was telling you a second ago, I had no sleep and mm-hmm. it was sick. Yeah. So it was a little bit of a blur. Um, just like doing stuff and throwing in some lines and then learning the rap and doing that whole thing which originally when i did that rap there was a there was a whole beat track to it mm. but they put one of those little earwigs in my ear yeah but i was wearing that hoodie and every time i moved the hoodie would pull the earwig out uh-huh. so i couldn't hear the beat so we had to keep stopping and finally after like four takes i was like dude fuck i was like i it's not gonna work unless i have the hoodie off and they're like no we want the hoodie on i was like well then they're like what well, we're just gonna make it freestyle then Oh my gosh! So that's so, but all somebody put it on uh, YouTube with a beat, Uh and I was like, "Oh, that sounds awesome!" So now I take that track and put it on stuff so people can hear that. Like Uh on my demo reel, I have I actually do it with that beat track in the back because it sounds better than just a freestyle thing. Okay, cool. So yeah, so I did that, but uh, it was fun working with those guys. They're they're like mad scientists, man. Sure. The one thing they do is they obviously write all our stuff, but. Then they'll just sit there and just go on tangents and just add shit in. Yeah. So they'll they'll literally do like one scene that's maybe only supposed to be like a minute long, and they'll just like five minutes into it just keep riffing and going blah 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 wow. going into it. So improvised. So yeah, a lot of that stuff. Wow. I mean, they write a lot of that stuff as well. Yeah. So they probably just like add some things on top of that or whatever. But uh, so that was pretty cool to watch that. And uh, yeah, everybody was like super nice. I mean. It's cool. They're just uh, cool cats, and we're all like the same age, pretty much. And yeah, it's only a third season, so they probably didn't have huge egos yet. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, since it, it was the third season, like, did you know that it was that big? Like, were you pretty pumped? Like, when it happened? Well, the, I was actually really stoked because I had seen season one and season two, or oh, some nice. of it. So, and me and my friend, I was told you that we wrote some. I wrote a, a pitch and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's a show called The Range. And anyway, why we were shooting that, they were shooting their first season of Always Sunny. And we're doing, like, a, we're very similar, like, in the way we write and things like that nice. and characters because we like to cuss a lot. Yeah. And just say the most outlandish shit. <laughs> so when I got on the show, I was, like, so stoked. I was like, oh, my God, it's going to be awesome. And then I ended up becoming buddies with uh, Charlie. And I remember as I was there, we had already shot the pilot on our own dime for, like, uh, like 6000 bucks or whatever. 
And uh, it was all gibberish. We weren't very good writers then. We just, there was no storyline, there was nothing. We just uh-huh. wrote all the stuff that could happen there. Uh-huh. But anyway, I took that video and I was like, hey, Charlie, can I leave this here? And I remember at first he doesn't even know who I am. I was like, you want me leaving your trailer? He's like, he's like, how about you just leave it on my step of the trailer? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I know. I sound like a fucking weird stalker, dude. Oh. So I left it there and I remember then like, like a week later, some, he like gave me a call. He's like, dude. He's like, this is fucking hilarious, bro. Oh, that's awesome. He was like, he's all, would you like to be partners on this? I was like, uh, no way. Yeah. Whoa. So, uh, and then the fucking writer strike happened and crushed Shit. my whole dreams. Damn it. And it lasted for almost a year. Damn it. So by the time that was over, their show was already very big then. Right. And then they were doing their own ideas. And they're like, hey, man, we're sorry. We're just going to move on now. And I was devastated. Because nah. if they... Uh, but we rewrote that now to a 2018 updated version and we're going to start pitching and doing stuff like that. But uh, awesome, anyway, man. those guys were, uh, they're awesome. And I still see them around from time to time, randomly going to a bar here or there. Cause I know a lot of people in Hollywood. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Caitlin's awesome. She's married to, to Rob, the creator. Right. Yeah. Got a couple of kids now. And also when I was on the show on enlisted on Fox, mm-hmm. um, Rob's brother, was actually the set photographer on there. Oh. So it's a small world. And yeah. we were shooting on the Fox lot, not too far from Sunny. Yeah. And uh, I feel like everybody has like a six degrees of separation from Sunny to work with each other. Because another girl, <laughs> another girl on Enlisted was always on on, on Sunny as well. And we were yeah. right down the street. So it was, a, it was a crazy thing. So And now I currently edit the promos for the Mick. That's what I... That's what oh, do you really? Yeah. <laughs> so There you go. That's awesome, man. Yeah. That's my so. my wife loves that show. That's great. It's a fun show, man. I've only seen the the pilot episode of it, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. T- the one, th- tell me, I, there's a the what is it? The one show that's on now on Fox, I think, with Damon Wayans. Oh, Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon. The that dude looks just like the dude on the Mick. Oh the, yeah, they they're right. like identical fucking people. They both have the same haircut, same the hair, same beard, everything. Yeah. So every time, I thought it was the same person. I was like, how are they letting him do two shows? <laughs> but uh, anyway, that's awesome. <laughs> cool. Well, we have another one here okay. from Bobby. Fire away. Um, a lot of them are once again uh, with. Uh, oh, that's fine. Okay, this is making sure. Yeah, I'm all about. Um, that. Who was your favorite person to work with from Always Sunny? Um, Sounds like you got to know Charlie and Mick pretty well. I'm assuming. I mean Mick, <laughs> Caitlin, Caitlin Wilson. Caitlin. Sorry, after you like see her constantly with that, that's we just call her the bird. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> Which is so funny. People kept saying that in all these Always Sunny posts. Yeah, and I didn't even remember that. And they're like, like, how is that fucking bird to work with? And I was like, who are they talking about? Yeah. And then I looked up and watched them stuff. I was like, oh, that's right. <laughs> call her. Yeah. Um. She was she was really cool to work with. Just she's so sweet in mm-hmm. real life. Yeah, and uh, really nothing like her character. Although maybe a little bit like her. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. I mean, I worked with her the most, obviously, because it's called Sweet D Dates a Retard. Yeah, <laughs> and I really did. I even have any scenes with Charlie in there? I don't even Not think. that I can remember. I, mean, I, I think, think they're all there when you're like doing the rap. But oh then yeah, that's well, probably that, a and then like shot. right when I meet him in the bar and stuff like that. Yeah. So I guess I'd have. I guess I'll say uh, Caitlin, just because I worked with him most. Although funny story. Yeah. The very first time I walk on set at like seven in the morning with no sleep, uh, they rush me into makeup and then right on the set because there's like one thing I need to shoot. And then the first person I see is Danny DeVito, and they're like, "Hey, Whoa. this is Danny DeVito," and all he's wearing is a pair of underwear. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, he's like, and Danny's a he's a really cool cat as well, yeah. but he also likes to stay in character a lot. Yeah. So. 
he was like in character. He's like, hey, nice to meet you. Doing stuff like that. <laughs> so my first memory is like, you guys met Danny DeVito in his fucking underwear. Wow. That's, That's how we would Random. all like to meet Danny DeVito. So, <laughs> once again, everybody on that set is so nice and just so down to earth and cool. Yeah. I think because they just know like they're fucking geniuses. <laughs> Every single thing they do just seems to turn to gold. So Damn, that's they, awesome. They looked into it. Um, one thing we already talked about, so we'll just slip over that one. Uh, oh, they, he wants to ask, do you play video games? Um, I I actually love old school video games, Nintendo. Nice. I liked Sega Genesis back in the day. Ah, the only the only newest video game console I've had is uh-huh. the original Xbox. Oh, wow. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I don't... I and I I actually rebought an old school Nintendo. Not even I want to get the little one, you know, that has all the games. Yeah. On. But I that was before that came out, so I I rebought an old one, and it's still doing all the same old bullshit. We have to like blow in it and yeah, slam on the exactly. fucking thing. Yeah. I was like, I just paid two hundred dollars for this to do that. Again. <laughs> oh man. Because when I grew up, I loved playing Zelda. Yeah. Me and my brother and our next door neighbor, we were so into Zelda. We drew like. A map, the map of Zelda, about the size of this room on construction paper. Whoa. We drew it identical to the the little map you get. Oh, so that's dope. I don't know if you know about Zelda. At all. Oh, yeah, I do. Absolutely. I have a behind this light. I have a like shrine of Zelda. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. I'm a so I love Zelda. Zelda so we did all the game, drew the Ganon and all that stuff like dope. that. And I uh, loved Contra and all and yes. Metroid, fucking classic. Nice. So I'm a classic video games guy. Nice. Um, I, the, I, even on like the original Xbox, I tried to play some of that stuff, and uh, I can't get into all the stories. I just want to play the game. I don't want to sit right. there and listen yeah. to a 15-minute intro. Just uh-huh. give me the thing. I want to kill somebody. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, I don't. I haven't even played any new video games for probably. 15 years, gotcha. years but people love the classics so that's a good make it a comeback yeah absolutely and we were just talking about um sega genesis is releasing like a collection of a bunch Ooh, of games for yeah. like xbox and nice. playstation and stuff so well i would like that i don't know if did you play sega at all i had a genesis and a saturn yeah. remember that do you remember that game called earthworm gym i was so mad i got to like the very last level yeah and i it, it's obviously a glitch with the actual game ahead uh-huh. got the very last level and like close to the very end and all of a sudden it hit this glitch and the and he just stuck in the very top frame and just going like this fake running. No. Oh and I I like lost it. I was like, you gotta be kidding me! Why not? So Dude. that took me forever to get over. I played it again, got to the same point, and did the same thing. No, oh, really? So I've never been able to go back and redo it because I couldn't beat it. Wow. I, I couldn't take all that time to do that again. I, I love think that the game. farthest level I got was. When he was in hell, and it was playing that classic opera music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bum, that was bum, so good. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, yeah, man. God, that should, I love that game. You have to ride a gerbil around. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that was my favorite. I level. think I love it too because there's just so many random things in that. First, his name is Earthworm yeah. Jim. Yeah, and so. he makes like the weirdest noises, like ow. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. and then whips people with his self. Well, that'll that'll be pretty sweet if they bring the Sega Genesis back and bring yes. that back. Yeah, that would be sweet. And Sonic and all those originals. Absolutely, totally. <laughs> Um, okay. And then another question. Oh, if you would have any advice for any uh, actors trying to get into comedy specifically, do you have any advice? Comedy specifically? Yeah. Uh, you can address it as a whole if you want as well. Yeah, I mean, because I, I'm not, I like do everything. So. Exactly. That's the thing. And, uh, so what I would recommend is what I kind of told us how I got into acting is 
really, I mean, you can go and do acting classes if you want. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a waste of money, though. But if you want to just do it to, you know, get into the rhythm and learn some lines, yeah, you can do that. But I would just first off recommend go and do an internship at a casting office. Okay. First off, you meet in casting offices, and then you see how the whole behind-the-scenes things work. I, I mean, I guess I can say this now. I'm probably not going to show, but <laughs> I, I actually won't say the casting director's name. because Okay. So I was interning for a big casting director, and during lunch, I went in and uh, I watched, like, the videos of all the, like, big actors who came in. And, like, it was a part that I was right for, and I eventually auditioned for it, but uh, I watched, like, all their audition tapes. And I learned so much because I was like, because I, I was like, oh, that person did that totally different. So what I did when I did mine was I combined all that stuff I did and nice. did it into my own thing. Yeah. And uh, I, they just ended up offering the part to Ryan Gosling. But <laughs> oh, God. I mean, this is back in the day before he yeah. was even a huge star. Oh, but. wow. Well, I feel like when, when most actors go to those auditions, you're wondering in your head, what's everyone else doing? And so you had the benefit of actually seeing, like, yeah. how's everyone else approaching it? So that's cool. The one thing that helped me out in my in my I think acting as well is uh I always I never lit like exactly the lines that are on the page I don't ever do those I know it pisses off the writers but I want to have the best audition I can and I remember hearing this advice a long time ago George Clooney was on like an interview and he said you know what he's like it's your interview do whatever the fuck you want in there he's like it's the only one you're gonna get so you might as well do whatever you want and when he said that I was like uh, I'm going to do that every time. <laughs> and so I, I add in cuss words to everything. I don't care if it's a network show, anything like that. I want it to sound real. When you're saying the dude grabbing by my plums, <laughs> it sounds fake. So the dude, I fucking grab the dude by his balls. I didn't grab by his plums. So I think I've gotten a lot of jobs or maybe lost jobs from it, but I go in there and I know I do it different from everybody because I hear him through the door, mm-hmm. which I don't really like to do a lot, but sometimes I hear him. And it gives me confidence because first I'm like, oh, that guy fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's, although it sucks when there's somebody who's really good and you're like, no, I have to go and follow this guy. Oh, but man. you hear him and they're just reciting word for word the dialogue on the page. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I'm going to do so much stuff that's not on there. <laughs> like I just say, I say fuck like every other word yeah. and keep it real. And sometimes, because they can always tell you to dial it back and do it the original way, which I already have down anyway. Yeah. But, uh. Nobody else is doing it like that, so I feel like I stand out a little bit. Absolutely. And uh, and, then, and then go intern at a, a agency as well. That's cool. I think that those those are both like out of the box things that people don't think of. So they yeah. never they never do, and they think right away they have to get into classes, pay all this money, mm-hmm. go. I mean, I don't even know if they have a thing where you can pay casting directors to see anymore, which. I would recommend for a little bit because it's a good way to get your foot in the door yeah. when you can't see him yet. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, and is there a thing called Backstage West still? There well, were, yeah, there's a few like websites. Is that what uh, you're talking about? There was there was a magazine like a, oh, pa- a paper yeah, magazine yeah, yeah. when I was there, and it would be like student films, and you would circle them and submit to them or whatever. And I never even got one of those things. But interesting. But yeah, I just uh, I just did a lot of interning. Cool. Oh, cool. Well, that's so, smart. That's great advice. So cool. go out there and do that, people. Yeah. <laughs> so now we have a couple uh, questions that's just for everybody. Okay. Listener email. Yeah, listener email for everybody. Um, do we have any good St. Patrick's Day memories? I have one. You have I know one. immediately. So last year, this is why it's so fresh, that's why I know. <laughs> so Flogging Molly is my favorite band. You can see the poster over there. I love Flogging Molly. Yeah, they're so great. Well, I got the chance. They do a Flogging Molly concert I, usually almost every year. Well, last year I got to go, 
and uh, through some friends that I know through uh, improv and stuff, they one of them works for uh, the venue, which I believe is actually what it's called. The venue. Or the oh, it's not Molly Malone's. No, I don't know who it was. Oh, because I I've seen a Molly Malone's before. Back oh well, yeah, they jumped back and forth, but this was like a huge one. They oh, okay, did. cool. Yeah, and so um, yeah, and so my friend was like, hey, like if you're if you're ever like he posted if anyone's ever into concerts, hit me up first. So I hit him up and I was like, Foggy Molly's coming. And he's like, totally. So he got me and my other friend like a VIP pass, which included, which I didn't like, this was crazy, but it included a picture with them all, a signed poster that has every single band member on there. And then the crazy part is on stage, they had built a um, pub on stage. What? And so we got to go on stage while they were playing and just chill out. That's, on there. that's awesome. It was pretty great. That's like, really I, cool. I don't think there's like, I don't think for my life personally, that's, that's probably gonna be the best, best, at least St. Patrick's day ever. Cool. So that it was sounds, pretty awesome. Sounds amazing. It was, it was a lot of fun. Sean? What about you guys? Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, it falls on my birthday, so it's oh, like St. Nice. Patty's and birthday stuff. Um, does, that, cool does, does that, does that annoy you at all? <laughs> No, because the cool thing is everybody's already planning on partying, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah, so yeah, you don't have to like prepare them like, oh, I was already going to get yeah. drunk. So. <laughs> um, but I remember for my 21st, I was going to school at the U of U and I was in a fraternity and uh, we, we went out to like an Irish pub, but I, I was dating a girl and... She took me to a strip club. Whoa! Oh, nice. <laughs> and one of my fraternity brothers, shout out to Nick Betker, he gave me twenty one dollar bills to like <laughs> give to the strippers and stuff. Wow! So that was cool. This was in Utah. Yeah. How are the strip clubs in Utah? I have to say, <laughs> I don't know how it is out here, but in Utah, if they serve alcohol, then the women have to wear pasties and underwear. What? That's exactly how it is. And if it's oh, naked, too. then and they can't it, serve alcohol. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> they're just worried people are going to go too far or I something? I guess, yeah. yeah. Wow, interesting. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's not too bad. It was, it, was, it was funny that, like, it was my girlfriend's idea. Yeah. Know, so, wow. But then uh, a couple of years, so two years ago for my 25th, I, I was working at Verizon Wireless and I had a really shitty day at work. And on the way home, um, my buddy calls me and he's like, hey, I'm in the area. Um, can I meet you at your place? And I was like, sure, I'm on my way. I'm this far away. Yeah. And so I knew my girlfriend was going to be there and I knew he was going to be there. So I was like, I'm just going to go home and just vent to these guys about how much I hate my job and just probably cry in front of them. Oh. But I get home and I open the door and they have a surprise party. Yay, oh, that's, awesome. that's awesome. Which is great. But like I was so beat at, beat down from work that I know my reaction was like, my head and my shoulders kind of dropped and I felt bad that that was my initial reaction. But I finally Aww. like, I finally like changed my mood and like sure. enjoyed it. But right. I know that they kind of saw in my face. like, Oh, he's, he must've had a bad day. Oh, man. But I bet uh, that was nice to have. Yeah. But that was cool. That's yeah. awesome. So. It's always nice to have a surprise birthday party. Yeah. yeah. That was really thoughtful. Of them. <laughs> yeah. And Do you he, still keep in touch with those people? Yeah. The, the buddy that called me is uh, Meeks. He's written into the show and stuff and he calls me up probably almost every day still oh, from nice. Utah. So that's cool. Yeah, he's he's good. He's a good friend. <laughs> Very cool. Well, and do you have any St. Patty's Day yeah, memories? I'm so old now. I like know. I can't remember <laughs> them. Well, the past, but... Yeah, I don't even know. Because now I have a kid now, so I don't really uh, do that. Oh, okay. Last night we we it was the first night we like. There's this place called My Gym down the street where you can like, you can leave your kid there for like four hours and go out. Mm. So we did that last night and it was. Uh, 
We just like went. And they, we first we went to this other place that's not Irish because we're like, oh, we won't be busy. Yeah. And of course, they're having like an Irish theme party, <laughs> jam packed. And yeah. We're like, oh, damn it. So then we went to a, a, one of our other favorite places we like to go and had some food there. Had one beer. Went down to my other favorite bar that my friend owns called Residuals. Have you heard mm, of that? Residuals. Mm-hmm. It's right there on the corner. It's a great name. Vineland <laughs> and Vineland and Ventura. It's all it's Residuals because it's been around for a long time and people actors could bring in their residual checks that are under under a dollar and get a free any free drink they want. Wow. And they they still honor that to this day. Wow. So originally back in the day, the all the walls were filled with residual checks. Nice. Now they just have a few that are in frames. Yeah, so we right. went down there and had a Guinness, and then I was like, "Well, this is boring because it's just me and you, and we can't get drunk because we have to go pick up our kid." <laughs> so then I, I like went back home and fell asleep. <laughs> um, so that was it for that. But uh, I have a little story about like strip clubs, though. Okay. Yes. <laughs> this is a few years back, and me and my my buddy John and who else? There was one other person with us. We were in this Uber, and we were driving there, and the Uber driver is like, hey, he's like, you look familiar, man. And, of course, he recognized from Always Sunny, and then he recognized John. He's like, dude, he's like, you're like one of my favorite stand-ups. <laughs> and uh, I was, we were already drunk, and we were going to this place called Jumbo's Clown Room. It's very infamous in Hollywood. <laughs> okay. Have you heard of it? No. I think I've it's seen been it. around forever. Anyway, Jumbo's Clown Room, they don't get naked there at all. They don't show any titties or ass or anything, <laughs> but it's all these, like, there's, like, uh, little people, not midget, Sean. <laughs> they have little people there. They have uh, just people who have like crazy tattoos, and they're like super athletic. Oh wow! And I mean, they're still fucking hot. Yeah. But uh, so we we would go there every once in a while, and we were heading there, and uh, I I took out like a bunch of money, a bunch of ones, probably like a few hundred dollars in ones, and we told the driver where we were going, and it, he was like just fan fanboying out on us, and was like, <laughs> I was like, hey man, I was like, you ever been here before? He's like, oh no, man. I was like, you want to have some fun tonight? <laughs> he was like, he's like, oh, he's like, oh, man, I gotta drive for Uber. And I was like, all right, dude, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. He's like, if, I was like, if you want to park your car and come in there with us right now, I'll give you forty dollars to make it rain and some strippers, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'll buy you some drinks. And he was like, I'm parking my car. <laughs> so he came in. Nice. This dude, we have no idea. I don't even remember his yeah, name. Yeah. And then I was like, here, gave him money, got him like two drinks right away. We started pounding them, and I was like, Great. yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> And he probably had an awesome time. Yeah, yeah oh, that's so cool. <laughs> Dude, the yeah. stuff that can happen in L.A., just random encounters. And oh, shit, it's yeah. crazy. Especially now that Uber's around, because yeah. you never know. Yeah, or Postmates. Yeah. Or, or, or Postmates. So, yep. so yeah. it's crazy times. So you guys should check out Jumbo's Clown Room, though. <laughs> me, me, me and my wife have been there several times. Oh, it's, really? It's one of those places where you just go with, like, friends or girlfriends or wives or whatever. Uh-huh. And, gotcha. uh... It's very old school. Like it's been around for like fifty years or something like wow. that. So check it out. Interesting. It's a yeah. Great name for <laughs> yeah. Jumbles. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. Another question is, and we think we only have time for one more, probably. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, let's do. If you could create one law of your choice, what would it be? Oof. It's intense, man. Just create a law. Just to create a law. Um. Uh, Hmm. It's hard because I'm so used to all everything else, <laughs> and then all the other ones I don't want to be political. <laughs> right. So, damn. Um, let's just do like martial law. <laughs> martial law. Martial yeah. Law. <laughs> 
Well, if you live in Utah, there's a fucking bunch of laws you can change. Oh, absolutely. Good Lord. I hope, I hope your Utah friends or Mormon friends aren't listening. Because <laughs> uh, the guy who, who owns uh, Evermore in the Void, yeah. he lives there, so we'd go there a lot. And uh, Oh, so you've been to Utah? Oh, lots of times. Oh, cool. Like 30 times. My cousins also live there right now. They oh, live okay. In, uh, nice. They live in uh, Park City. Nice. So we would go down there, and he has this huge house, and the bottom is like this bar. And uh, I knew they didn't drink alcohol or do anything, but I like uh-huh. to fuck with them. <laughs> so they come down there, and I'm like, hey, man, it's now or never, dude. It's time to do a drink. He's like, no, I can't, man. I was like, you're 25, man. You're only going to fucking live once, dude. That's enough with this Mormon shit. Let's do a shot now. <laughs> the, the look in their face, they're almost ready to cry. <laughs> and then they're like, they're like, I can't, man. I really can't. And then I wait for the next one to come down. <laughs> Just keep, keep doing it. Well, we were bored. We were bored. Because we, there was like hundreds of people there, and only five of us were drinking. Oh, oh yeah. That's like, so come fun. on, man. That's interesting. But we did have a cool party there where Flavor Flav was there and all these people. That was fun. In Utah. <laughs> yeah. Well, this guy, he's, I don't, I'm probably getting in trouble if anybody listens, but oh, you're he's good. not technically Mormon. Gotcha. So he's from Canada. Yeah. But, uh-huh. Anyway, I got off topic. No, you're good. <laughs> so, yeah, a lot. Um, I always go to, like, I'm going to do, I'm going to, instead of like, there, there will be a law where every, this already kind of happens already, but like every Monday you have to eat at a farmer's market. <laughs> you know how obsessed I am support with farmer's markets. Yeah. Ooh, but you have to support the locals market. and you know, you're going to be exposed to amazing food anyway. Most of it's, you know, like all natural stuff. So yeah, that's mine, I guess. Mm-hmm. I know that kind of sounds lame and like arts or not artsy, but, uh. Save the environment, but it's just good. It's just a good place. Farmers markets are delicious. Yeah, they're so damn good. And there's they so the, many good they ones. They have the one here. right down the street. Yeah, that I go to by, C- by CBS Radford. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. So good. Honestly, I'm drawing a blank on this. It's a hard one, dude. <laughs> well, the one that I would do then is I can't stand cigarette smoke. Ah. Any of you guys smoke cigarettes? No. So uh, even though there really is laws, but nobody ever fucking listens to them. Yeah. It's one of my biggest pet peeves when you're like eating food right there. I don't care if it's outdoors or whatever. And they say you can smoke like right outside the thing, which is back in the day, you would go into a restaurant like Sizzlers or something. And there was a smoking and non-smoking section. And how they did that was there was like a glass partition about a foot high. (laughs) Smoke goes over. It doesn't make any sense. doesn't matter. So they do that all the time. And I used to like not say anything to people, but now I just don't give a shit because I have a kid. So I'm like, dude, you can't smoke here. So you can't smoke within 150 feet yeah. of a restaurant. I don't, it makes me so mad because I hate cigarettes because I have asthma. <laughs> so I, I, I get really livid with that stuff. Like today I was walking my dog by the church there and some guy was smoking a cigarette and I was like, <laughs> and he looked over at me and I shook my head. Out. No That's shame. a good one. I would support that one for yeah. sure. Yeah, nothing. Huh? Did I give you some time to think? I, yeah. I, would just, I would just loosen up like... The, the laws around like naturally occurring substances, you know? oh, okay. like so that yes. so that so that we can uh, actually see if there is any medical benefit for things, you All know, right. PTSD and depression th- and things like that. I so. mean, I think that's happening right now. It's, oh, yeah. it's happening as yeah. it should be because there is a bunch of cures in in marijuana mm-hmm. and you know hemp and stuff like that. So yeah. eventually, that would be nice. Yeah, and the whole to, history behind it. Of why it's illegal is kind of ridiculous. Yeah. So. Yeah. Unfortunately, the government wants things to not... They want to keep people sick, 
Mm-hmm. I know I won't do, don't want to get political, but it's true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if they didn't want people to get sick, there's already tons of cures that are in the thing. They would put more money into scientists finding cures yeah. than they would be taking away things. Right. So, yeah, they just suppress the symptoms. You know, 100%. That's, that's all. They keep you alive, but with at the cost of you spending all the money and being in serious debt. So. Dude. Speaking of that, did you guys hear about... I don't remember his name, and I'm actually glad I don't remember his name because I hate this dude. But he's the guy who bought like a certain uh, the insulin shots. Martin Skrillex. Is that his name? (laughs) Thank God he's going to prison. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's not for that, but yeah, but it's for a bloody just going for like fraud or something. Man, douchebags like that, uh, they just need to be off. Yeah. (laughs) There's no there's no point for him in the world. There's something wrong with that guy in the first place. Yeah. He has to give up his Wu Tang album. Yeah. Do you you know who I'm talking about? Oh, that's the guy that bought the Wu Tang album. Yeah. He bought it for like a million dollars. Was never going to share it or play it. But then he ended up, he released like two tracks of it. Oh, I didn't see that. Even though he wasn't supposed to, because the guy's a fucking dick. Right. He is. And the whole thing. He looks like a dick. (laughs) I don't even know how he made his money. No, dude. Yeah. He's ridiculous, dude. God. Well, all right. I guess it's time for the the final. So we like to close out typically with an excerpt of some kind, and we've we've done this book before. This was a fan favorite. A lot of you guys have mentioned that you liked this, so we're gonna bring it back. Yeah. So uh, we're just gonna have Kyle here give Watson a number between one and three hundred and sixty, and we're gonna read an excerpt from the classic gangster novel Teflon. Teflon. Um, one hundred eleven. Ooh, hundred eleven. Your lucky number, right? 1111, but you don't have 11,000 pages. All right, here we go. And remember, I'm not going to say all the words. (laughs) Well, one specifically I'm going to say. And I'm reading it exactly how it is in the book. Okay. I might swing out there and bet some Cheche. That's if they bet enough. Brother, you... (laughs) No, person. Person, you know, we can't bet whatever we want to bet. You know ain't too big for jackpot. This is literally how it's said here. I ain't person, yelled Cleophus as Jackpot jumped into a Mustang. Jackpot weighed more than a little over 100 pounds. Very frail, fairly handsome. (laughs) He would be easy prey for the wolves. They they stared at him. What? Okay. (laughs) James, J.W., literally, J.W. Wow. (laughs) Okay. Uh, A dark complexioned... A dark-complexioned, loose-lipped action fanatic crossed his arms right over left, saying... That's all one sentence. And it's saying, period. I'll get that person. Go on, give me the pistol, cuz. I'll rob him for pull-off. I'll rob him for pull-off. Cool down, JW. I'll let you know when the time is right, replied Cleophus. I'm surprised this person even stopped by by myself. Stopped by by myself. But leave it alone for now. (laughs) J.W. took a lot of shit, period. It seemed like his mouth never stopped running, always talking about what he'll do to somebody. He stood about six feet, slightly slim, with... We're still explaining who he is. Large family tree given nose. Slightly slim with a large family tree given nose? Sounds like Humpty. What does that mean? Being Cleophis' cousin... J.W. always tried to play fight with him, hoping to prove who was tougher. Disco was pre... Now there's Disco? Disco was a a peach-colored team that stayed in the neighborhood. Very heavy set with boxer haircut that resembled Gabe's. At the time, he spoke soft and quiet. 
and still attended high school where he gambled repeatedly in the bathrooms with other teens. Wow. Nice. Cleophas was high yellow kid. Cleophas was a high yellow kid who didn't even look like being long in atmosphere. Him, Gabe spoke casual school. They'd known each wow. other since preschool. Okay. <laughs> Wait, was this an excerpt this from the Bible? Of... <laughs> yeah, right. This is beautiful. Right. Yeah. So I think that's a pretty good. <laughs> that's a pretty good indication, ladies and gentlemen. Teflon, and like that's I said, it. yes, let's give it up for Teflon real quick. Teflon. Yeah. Uh, mad bricks, raw chicks, and charges that won't stick. So, That's why his name's Teflon. Yeah. <laughs> Teflon uh, and I got this on Amazon for four dollars. Uh, actually, though, sorry, that's a lie. I got it for free because what happened was I ordered it off Amazon. It came to me. Uh, I didn't know it arrived for so for two days. I thought, oh crap, well, I didn't get this book. So I sent to them, hey, I didn't get this book. Uh, I would like a refund. They're like, sure. They gave me a refund, but then you know, two days later, it came. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, you know, can I pay again for it? And they literally responded back to me. No, it's okay. Just enjoy the shitty book. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. So we love it. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. This this was so fun. Like, seriously, been really looking forward to it. And thanks for, like, being cool. Like, we don't even know each other. It's our first time meeting. You're awesome, dude. Yep, I really hope great. your yeah. projects you're coming up with are just going to be awesome and your pitches so and stuff, I. dude. So, so we're going to so. post the links, but if you just want to say like where, where people can follow you. Yeah. Yeah, you can uh, follow me on Instagram, at uh, Shade Donkey. I know it sounds kind of weird, but uh, my cat's name was Shade, and I love donkeys. Nice. <laughs> um, you can follow me on Twitter, the same name, Shade Donkey. You can find uh, mine and John Reap's uh, page on Facebook called Lil Kevin Ramis Try Stuff. And then our YouTube page just called Lil Kevin Ramus. Um, then our podcast is called Brinkin' Duddies, and you can find that on the Podaholics.com network. And uh, yeah, bless your hearts. Dope, right, thank thank you. you. Also, shout out to Patrick Coffin. He's the one who made our intro and our, our funny little segment intro things. Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at TDLA Podcast. And also email us at TDLA Podcast at gmail.com rate us do all that great stuff we are now on google play android Mm. users and is there anything else i failed to mention nope just uh thank you guys and we'll see you next time see you next time happy birthday happy birthday sean